0: What's going on, Basement Poetry fam? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Basement Poetry Podcast. This is the podcast where we get to sit back, relax, and talk about poetry. So today is a really special episode for me. And the reason I say that is because we've officially surpassed a thousand plays on this podcast. And... That just makes me so excited to to know you guys are enjoying the content and are coming back to listen, and so I never would have thought my podcast would be listened to to the extent it has been, and so I appreciate you guys for um, taking the time out of your days um, wherever you are to tune into me talking about poetry. Um, I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Another reason I'm super excited about this episode is that. I'm actually gonna read a poem from an online literary magazine called River and South Review. And if you don't know me personally, you might not know that I'm actually the poetry editor for River and South Review. And that's been something that's been super fun and and inspiring for me to be a part of uh, crafting or helping curate, you know, two issues a year with River and South Review. And so I want to read a poem that was in our summer 2020 issue that I just love and yeah and then we'll talk about this poem on the back end like we usually do and for those of you who are listening that like to write poetry or know people who like to write poetry or are just writers in general stick around to the end of this podcast because I have some good news for you guys as well the poem I'm going to be reading today is called On Lusty Gentlemen" by Dorothy Cantwell. And just a little background on Dorothy Cantwell. She lives in New York City and has worked as an educator, actor, and playwright. And she has poetry written in numerous um, journals and magazines, including Long Island Literary Journal, Brownstone Poets Anthology, as well as Constellate Literary Journal. Here's her poem. lusty gentlemen, by Dorothy Cantwell In early May, beneath the stars, the air is humming As the young male tree frogs trill their love songs into the darkness Long, shuddering sighs of desire, one beginning where another leaves off Like chanting monks in an ashram A continuous whir of longing in the night, and each young frog knows only the ache of his own passion that vibrates in his swollen throat, and has not even imagined, nor does he care who or what she will be when she is finally before him, warts and all. So that was On Lusty Gentlemen by Dorothy Cantwell. This poem was just absolutely beautiful. Um, One of the things that really uh, catches my eye and my ear about this poem is just how the title relates to what's being talked about in the poem itself. And the title actually gives the poem some kind of ambiguity. I think the coolest thing that really caught my eye when I first ever read this was that when I saw the title and it said on Lusty Gentlemen," you automatically, um, it kind of puts you in a certain place mentally. It's like, okay, this poem might actually be in some way referring to Lusty gentlemen. Um It might be talking about them directly or indirectly. And I think in the poem, she takes a more indirect route, but me not knowing anything about how frogs mate or, or anything like that, I was still able to draw some kind of connection. And even outside of the connection that I was able to draw with how frogs mate and their, um, sense of lust that they have, um, in relation to, um, males, the human males and, and that same kind of lust, um, I was able to really find a deep love for the the sounds that were being evoked in this poem. One of the things that I really loved was in the second line of the poem, it says, the air is humming. And so then I start to, um, I don't know if everybody approaches the poem like this, but I start to actually hum. Like So I'm like, oh, what does that humming sound like? So I go, mm, and I'm like feeling it all in my neck and stuff. And then, so later in the poem, where it says um, and each young frog knows only the ache of his own passion that vibrates in his swollen throat I'm like oh the throat and I hum again and I'm feeling my throat for that same hum and I'm like making these connections in my head um, just based on the kind of vibrations that the hum makes in our bodies. And so I thought that that was so cool how she was able to um, incorporate something like that. I thought this poem was very meticulous in its crafting. Uh, Another line that I really, that I really enjoyed was um, in the, in the fifth line, it says long shuddering sighs of desire and this li- this line is really um beautiful to me that like shuddering size of desire and like the word size it's like this really breathy word and it kind of makes the line longer even though it's not the longest line it's like shuddering size of desire like i don't know it was just really beautiful the way that that was written and one more thing that this poem really did for me and it's something that i really love about poetry is how we can take um the life of things, so like in this poem, you have frogs, but like there's a lot of poems where we can, there's poems about um, flies and there's poems about so many different things where we can take the life of other things that aren't our own human lives and then relate it back to to us in some way. And to be able to do that, I think is really cool. And this poem, I think really does that because um, in the end of the poem, where it says, it's talking about the frog, Um, and And it's the frog is overcome with lust. At least this is how I'm reading into it. And it says, and each young frog knows only the ache of his own passion that vibrates in his swollen throat. And this is the part I love and has not even imagined, nor does he care who or what she will be when she is finally before him, warts and all. And that's how the poem ends. And it's like this overcoming Of lust and it it really relates to um, I really related to that I guess in in the sense of you know for sometimes sometimes in our lives you know lust is more important than how you know somebody looks or that that kind of stuff we can overlook those things based on how our our brain has now been overcome with this feeling and so I just thought that that was really cool and so I think this is a great poem and like I said before if you want to check out any of the other poems published in River and South Review I will have the link to River and South Review in the show notes but what I said earlier for people who write poetry who have ever wanted to write poetry if you're listening to this and you know someone who does write poetry um, and, I, and the reason I say poetry is because this is a poetry podcast but I really am putting this call out to writers in general, Um, River and South is actually open for submissions at the moment. We publish poetry, creative nonfiction, and fiction. We would love to get submissions from you guys. Submissions actually close on October 15th, so that's um, maybe I think a week and a half, two weeks. I'm using my platform here to try to get the word out to you guys, but if you guys want to submit like i said the um the link will be in the show notes and yeah anything you've been writing lately like let us take a look at it thanks for tuning in to another episode of the basement poetry podcast again thank you guys so much for listening and getting us to that 1k mark and until next time peace